Welcome to the Upper Room Podcast. Thank you so much for stopping by. I'm Pastor Carl McLaughlin from Calvary Pentecostal Church in Euless, Texas. We're located in Dallas-Fort Worth, where 8 million call DFW home. Whether you're tuning in to Sunday or Wednesday's message, we pray that you will find words of encouragement. It is our mission to provide a positive and encouraging voice in the midst of uncertainty. I pray that you will be blessed by today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Upper Room Podcast. This Sunday, we heard from Pastor McLaughlin as he continues the series and theme of this year, Better Together. In this episode, he focuses on the topic, Don't Get Robbed. We hope this message can meet you where you are and bring you encouragement. I want to take, take you to the book of John, book of John chapter 10. John chapter 10, one verse, one verse, verse 10. While you're turning there, please let me extend a warm welcome to everyone on behalf of Calvary family. Thank you so much for being here to Stephen, Erica, Ethan, Owen, and Grayson. This is Teresa's son, daughter-in-law, grandchildren. Honor to have you guys from Oklahoma. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for being here. Amen. Amen. Feel honored to have everybody in the house of the Lord. So very great. Sister Martha and Brother Terry from Victoria, Texas. Come on. Oh, my Lord. So good to see you guys. So good to see you guys. I don't know that it rings truer to anyone that needs a miracle than Terry and Martha right now. Has been in the hospital here in Dallas for an extended amount of time. And just the fact that you're here right now in your physical body, just the fact that you're here right now is a miracle. I want us to lift our hands right now and ask God to impart a divine, supernatural touch in Sister Martha's body. Six hours away, but had to come up here to go to the hospital for some major undertakings. And we need the hand of God to touch Martha right now in the name that is above every name. Ladies, if you're around Sister Martha and you can, just extend a hand. Touch her, pray for her. Believe God to touch and heal her body. In the name of Jesus, oh God of heaven, we need a miracle right now. We need a report that would defy the doctors. God of heaven, we are trusting you to do the work in Sister Martha's life. In the name that is above every name, God of heaven, I pray for Brother Terry right now that you would give him strength in his body. I'm asking you, Lord, to do the work in their life. We know that you are a healer. We know that you're the miracle worker and our confidence and our trust is in you right now, Lord. We know that you're a very present help, God. I'm asking you to intervene right now and turn the report around. God of heaven, let there be a good report that comes out of this. In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. God of heaven, we give you praise. God of heaven, we give you praise right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 We've been praying for you, Sister Martha, Brother Terry. I know that the Lord is undergirding and giving strength. Amen. Michael and Nancy, good to see you guys. Nancy received the baptism of the Holy Spirit last Sunday, baptized in the name of Jesus. Amen. So excited to see you on this wonderful Sunday afternoon. Let's go to the Lord in His Word. John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief cometh not, but for to steal, kill, and destroy. I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. Read it one more time. You know that our theme this year is Better Together. I have been preaching the last... Three services better together through the Spirit. So while I will follow that theme in a general sense, 
my subtitle today based on this passage of scripture is don't get robbed. I want to read it one more time with that thought in mind. The thief. Cometh not. Anytime he shows up, it's to steal something from you. He can't show up in a neutral sense because he's not a neutral devil. The thief cometh not, but for to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said that's all he can do is show up because when I show up, I'll silence him defeat him and where he wanted to rob you I'm going to give you life and I'm going to give you life more abundant can we clap our hands the devil is a liar some of you that are living in fear he's going to strike that fear down in the name of Jesus some of you that think he's going to take everything away from you and you're going to be left empty handed that is a lie from the pit of hell some of you that think he's just going to ravage your family and you're going to be left with nothing that is a lie from the pit of hell can I get some help in this place don't you dare listen to his lies. He's the father of lies. There is no truth in him. He doesn't even know how to tell the truth. Can we give him praise before you're seated? God, I feel victory coming into this house. Whatever you believed up to this point, it's time to evict him. And it's time to cast out all deception and lies and let abundant life come to you today. Amen. Let's pray together. God, we love you and we're asking you to have your way. We need you, Lord. We need the work of your spirit today. I pray, God of heaven, for that soul that came so fearful. Even during this service, they have been shaking under anxiety, pressure, stress, because they have believed the fabricated lie of the father of all lies that he is going to still kill and destroy them and everything that they have. Jesus, I'm asking you to come into this place with abundant life. Shut him up, shut him down, isolate him, isolate his work. We know that he exists, but I'm asking you, Lord, to put him back in prison. I'm asking you, God of heaven, to shut his work down. And let the saints of God be anointed with might, with power, with authority to operate in the Holy Ghost, to walk in victory. We're believing you right now in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord. Amen. 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 Don't believe the lie and don't be a carrier of the lie. Don't let the devil use you as the carrier of a lie. Amen. Whatever comes out of your mouth, let it be true. Let it be true. God, we love you and we give you praise. And everyone said in Jesus' name. You may be seated. Several years ago, more than several years ago, I was out at my father-in-law's ranch. Brother Benson and I were together. And um, them not living out there, you depend on people, you depend on others at times. And so there was a little bit of questionable activity that was going on out there. And so Brother Benson and I jumped in the truck and we went out there, and the individual that we were talking to, the individual that we were dealing with, um, he was lying to us, just like bald-faced lie. We knew that he was lying. And uh, we're sitting there talking, just keeping it low-key. And so the gentleman, I say gentleman, the man, jumped into his truck, and he drove off. And we started working on a barbed wire fence. And, and my father-in-law said to me this, he said this to me. He said, Carl... He said, never forget this. A man that will lie to you is a man that will steal from you. And sitting there working on that barbed wire fence, and I thought about that, and I got to thinking about it, and I got to thinking about my past before I got into the church, and I thought to myself, you know, uh, as I started reflecting over everyone in my life that lied to me, eventually they did steal something from me. It may have not been a material object. It could have been um, emotional health. It could have been spiritual health. It could have been joy in my life. It could have been reputation and on and on and on and on. A person that will lie to you will eventually steal from you. Can I say something today on the heels of that? 
A devil that will lie to you is a devil that will steal from you. If you ever buy into the lie of the devil, you will open the door to get robbed. And he is a thief. He is not your friend. He's not going to tell you the truth. He's not on the side of your marriage. He's not on the side of your children. He's not on the side of the church. He's not on the side of your family. He's not on the side of your profession. He's not on the side of your job. He's not on the side of your reputation. He's not on the side of your character. He's not on the side of your integrity. There is nothing in him that is good. There is no truth in him. He will lie to you and if you pause long enough if you stop long enough to give him your ear he's going to come through the back door and he's going to steal your marriage he's going to steal your children he's young people you need to listen to this preacher right now you need to listen to this preacher right now you listen to his lie he's going to steal you of your virginity and you need to make up your mind that you're going to be pure until death undoes you part until you stand at the altar and you give yourself to another person Come on, sir. Come on, ma'am. If you listen to his lie, he'll rob you of your marriage and he'll let you know that you can commit adultery and you'll never get caught. That is a lie. He is a liar and he wants to rob the purity of your marriage. He wants to rob the holiness of your marriage. Can I get some help in this place right now? He wants to rob everything and you got to make up your mind. Devil, you are a liar. I'm not even going to sit down at the table and negotiate with you. I'm not even going to sit down and listen to your ungodly lies. Amen. Amen. If you buy into the lie, you open the door to get robbed. Satan is a liar. I, I'm going to preach so simple today. I'm going to preach so practical today. But I, I believe I'm going to help somebody in this house. Satan is a liar and he will tell you. That you are damaged goods and you are not worth saving. He will tell you that you're the fifth wheel. He will tell you you don't belong. He will tell you you don't belong in your family. Then you get into the church. You don't belong in the church. You get, then you go to another. I don't belong in this church. I don't belong in this church. I don't belong in this church. That's because somewhere you are believing the lie of the devil. You are not damaged goods and you are worth saving. Go tell the demoniac of Gadara who had 6,000 devils. Uh, turned a nightmare into a dream come true because he refused to listen to the lie of the devil that said you're 6,000 demons too far gone. You're damaged goods and you're not worth saving. And yet Jesus said of all of the places I want to go today, I'm going to an island called Gadara because there's one man that has believed he's damaged goods because he's listened to 6,000 lies of the devil. But I want to be one voice in 6,000 lies lives. Can I tell you right now that the voice of God is so powerful. The voice of God is so authoritative that you can have 6,000 lies going through this brain and all it takes is one word from God to come into your spirit, come into your life, come into your heart and not one single 6,000 lie can have authority over you. I'm telling you right now don't you dare let him rob you. Don't you let him cheat you. You've got to make up your mind that that one voice is about to evict 6,000 devils. And I'm going to turn a nightmare into a dream come true. You're going to walk out of a nightmare today. I don't know what kind of lie you believe. I don't know what your past is. And I don't know how you're feeling like damaged goods. But God is in this house today. And God knows how to go to a place called damaged goods. God knows how to go to the city dump and build a city on top of the city dump. If God can do that in the demoniac of Gadara's life, what can he do in your life? One voice walks in and begins to speak to 6,000 lies. And whether he does it all at once or he has to deal with one lie at a time. 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 He literally, if you will give yourself to his voice, 
If you will give yourself to his spirit, he will take this word. He will fill you with his spirit and he will begin to tear out every lie that you have ever believed. He will lie to you and tell you that you will never be able to live above your past, so don't even try. And by the way, church is for everyone else, but church isn't really for you. And so he'll try to isolate you and make you believe that your victory will be short-lived. You'll get the victory in church, and by the time you get home, you'll feel defeated, depressed, and discouraged. That is a lie from the pit of hell. You're giving your mind over too much to him and not enough to him. You've got to make up your mind that I am not going to buy into his lies. Come on, go tell that lie to the Apostle Paul, who was a murderer, a liar, an angry, violent man, but became a church planner, became a church revivalist, became an author of Holy Writ became a leader and an apostle. And he said, listen, all of you that are believing the lie of the devil, this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind me, that's some of your problem is you're living in the past when God wants you to live in the future. You can't go back to the past failure. You can't go back to the past violence. You can't go back to the past lies. You've got to break out of yesterday, forgetting those things which are behind me and reaching forth to that which is before me. I press. It's not going to come easy. He's not going to roll out the red carpet, but somewhere you've got to press. You've got to push forward. You've got to make up your mind it's worth fighting for. I will not get robbed today. He's not going to get my joy. He's a joy stealer. He's a joy killer. But Jesus Christ is the joy giver. The devil may have showed up, but he can't do anything unless you're willing to believe his lie. I don't believe his lie. I've got joy unspeakable and full of glory. Come on, Calvary Pentecostal Church. Don't you let that thief rob you of your victory in this house. Don't you let the devil rob you of your victory in this house. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world and if God be for us. Somebody give him praise. Somebody put your past under the blood. Yes. He will lie to you. Please hear me. He will lie to you and make you feel like you were never forgiven of all your sins. He will try to lie to you and tell you that you're still guilty. You're still dirty. You're still lost. You're so unclean. And you're as hopeless today as you ever have been. And you'll never get out of that condition. He will lie to you and tell you you're not only empty now, but you're going to be empty for the rest of your life. And you're going to die an empty, lonely person. All I can say to the lying devil is go try to tell that to the woman at the well who had five failed marriages and was shacking up with the sixth one. Amen. But Jesus walked into her life. He said, I must needs go through Samaria because there's a little woman down there that's bought into the lie. There's a little woman down there and the disciples said, oh, wait a minute, don't go to Samaria. He said, no, 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 no. I don't want to. I need to. There's some things you got to make up your mind to go to. You got to make up your mind to go back to that well and say, devil, you tried to lie to me right there. Devil, you tried to lie to me and tell me when I got baptized, my sins weren't really washed away. Oh, yes, they were. Oh, yes, they were. You tried to lie to me and, and tell me you're never going to have all your sins washed away. No, my sins have been washed away. Go tell that woman at the well who had five marriages, living with a sixth man. And the Lord spoke to her and revealed. Notice what he does. Listen to me. 
You don't get joy by hiding your sin. You don't get victory by hiding what you're living in. You can't live contrary to the word of the Lord and have the well of living water flowing through you. You know what you're going to do? You're going to be like that woman. You're going to be living from a water pot. You're going to be living just from a bucket of water that you consume it and it dries up and it dries up. Well, the first marriage dried up. The second marriage dried up. The third marriage dried up. The fourth marriage dried up. The fifth marriage dried up. And so, you know what? I may as well not get married. I mean, well, why? well I'm just going to get another divorce. And so, let's just, just, just live together. Is that not where our current world is living today? In fact, they say that people are waiting longer and longer and longer to get married. And then, and then the world is saying, you know what? Let's not even have a, a marriage license. Let's not even do that. Let's just live together because what if? Because all of the world is doing this. Amen. But Jesus walks into her life and says, look, if you'll drink of the water that I'm about to give you, you're never going to thirst again. In other words, you've been looking in all the wrong places to satisfy you. It's not in a human relationship. It's not in a location. It's not in the amount of money that you can make. It's not in your reputation. It's not in the job that you have. It's not in the house that you live in. It's not in the car that you drive. It's when you allow the Holy Spirit to come on the inside and work on the outside. Amen. Devil, you are a liar. I am not unclean anymore. I have been washed by the blood of Jesus. I have been set free. When you get the Holy Ghost, you already know there's nothing to go back to. And so you know what you do? You do what the woman did. You leave the water pot there because that can't satisfy you anymore. That's what the Bible said. She left her water pot and said, come see a man. Come see a man that told me all things I have ever done. Notice the difference between Satan and Jesus. Satan will tell you all things you have ever done, but never give you the well of living water. He will tell you every sin that you've ever done, and he'll make you feel so condemned. But Jesus will tell you everything you've ever done to convict you, but not leave you in that condemnation. He'll take you from that condemnation, and he'll set you free from guilt. He'll set you free from condemnation, because he will forgive every sin. He's not the accuser, he's the advocate. The devil is the accuser of the brethren. He'll point out your past mistakes, and he'll make you drown in it. But Jesus is the advocate, and he washes it, and he puts it under the blood, and he said, what adultery? What pornography? What stealing? What gossip? What slander? What lie? He puts it under the blood. And if he put it under the blood, some of us need to put some things under the blood. We need to let the water pot alone. We need to quit drinking from those things that will poison us. And we need to get to the well of living water. Some of you are drinking out of things that will kill you. Some of you are drinking out of things that are going to poison you. Some of you are drinking from things that are going to poison your family. Leave it behind you. Put it behind you. Leave the water pot there. Are you serious? You mean you'll take this over a well? I mean, do you want this or do you want where this came from? If this is all you want, probably not going to make it till next year in church. But if you want where this came from, if you want the well of living water, if you want the well, some of you need to put the cup down. Some of you need to put the bucket down. And you need to get to the well of living water where it never runs dry. It never runs dry. You get up in the morning and the well is going to flow. You come back Wednesday night, guess what? The well is going to flow. You come back on Friday night, prayer and communion, the well is going to flow. We don't need water pots. We need well of living water flowing that knows how to wash your past away and wash your sins away. Can we give him praise today? Have you ever done that? Have you ever, have you ever left something? Have you ever forgotten something? Have you ever got caught up in a conversation where you were just conversing with someone and you just so enjoyed their presence, you so enjoyed the time? You know, if you're out to eat and all of a sudden you leave your phone, you leave your keys on the table. 
You get out there and you realize, uh-oh, can't get in my car and drive off. I left my key. What happened? You got so caught up in the conversation. You got so caught up in the experience of that relationship that you just forgot about some things. Could it be, let me preach with an imagination, could it be that her spiritual experience with Jesus Christ, the well of living water was so powerful that she forgot all about the water pot. She walked off and she said, look, I don't know about that, but come see a man. Come see a man that spoke into my life and changed me forever. I don't have guilt anymore. I don't have condemnation anymore. I'm free. And whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Don't you dare get robbed. Let the Holy Ghost joy come back into your life. Leave some things behind you so that you can go to the well of living water. Can we clap our hands to him? Can we give him praise right now? He's a liar, you are cleansed. He's a liar, you are washed. He's a liar. The guilt stains are gone. Satan will lie to you and tell you you are unlovable and there is nothing to live for anymore. Oh yeah? Go tell JC that. Go tell Callie that. Go tell Jackie that. Go tell Carl McLaughlin that. Go tell Robert McDonald that. Go tell Gene Wells that. Go tell Jose and Patricia Moreno that. Go tell Sophia that. Come on, can I get, go tell Kathy Pemberton that. Go tell Albert Meyer that when he was in jail and Miriam didn't know whether he was gonna come out and the devil lied to Miriam and said, you lost your husband. I'll never forget it. But look what the Lord has done. Uh-uh. Miriam made up her mind. I'm not getting robbed by you, devil. I'm getting my husband back. And now look what Seth is doing. Look what Eli are doing in the house of God. How does that happen? Because a mom and daddy said, I'm not going to be robbed by you, enemy. I'm not going to be robbed by you, addiction. I'm not going to be robbed by you, sin. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And we're going to put God first. And we're going to the well. And we're going to drink. Why would Albert want to go back to Budweiser when he's got the well of living water? Why would Gene Wells want to go back to Jack Daniels when he's got a well of living water? Why would Robert McDonald want to go back to liquor when he's got a well of living water? Somebody ought to give him praise. We're not drunk as you suppose, seeing it's but the third hour of the day. But this is that. Somebody praise him right now. Somebody that's been believing the lie of the devil and you need to be free. The chains need to fall off. The chains need to fall off. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Go tell the lady in Tyler, Texas who yesterday at 3.30 in the afternoon received the baptism of the Holy Ghost in Chad Mooney's office. Listen to this testimony, and I got permission from Brother Mooney to share this. And this was Brother Mooney. We've been talking quite a bit recently. The devil has tried to lie to that. I say young man, he's 40 years old now. And the devil has been trying to just really, really work a number. And God stepped in and said, okay, devil, you want to try to do that to my man? You want to try to do that to my preacher in Tyler? You want to try to do that to this pastor in Tyler? You want to work through human beings to try to discourage this preacher? I'll come and give life and life more abundant. And I'll shut your mouth up, devil. And I'll let the church know and I'll let everybody else know revival's going to happen in Tyler, Texas. Revival's going to happen in Tyler, Texas. In the name of Jesus, God. Come on. Come on. We need to pray. And we need the Holy Ghost. But there are just some things that happen that you can't take credit for that God sends it into the church to let everybody know the devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. 
There are some people that are going to get the Holy Ghost that none of us have ever witnessed to or talked to. But God just going to say, look, I'm going to give life and life more abundant. You just keep having good church. You teach 150 Bible studies in 2023. You get the waters of baptism ready to baptize Moses who got the Holy Ghost three weeks ago. You keep doing what you're doing. And I'm going to bring life. And I'm going to bring life more abundant into the body of Christ. Church, it's revival time like we've never had revival. I know the devil is fighting some of you, but don't you dare be robbed. God is on the throne. Don't you listen to this. He sent this. He said, good morning. I wanted you to know that I had a husband and wife in the church call me Friday about a lady that had visited our church about eight years ago. About one year ago, this lady decided that there was no God. She has been in a very dark place recently and only knew of one person that went to church and it was the wife of the couple I mentioned. Long story short, he said that if there was a God, she wanted to know who he is and what she needs to do. Danelle and I met with this lady that was in a dark place at 3.30 yesterday. And on the couch in my office, God filled her with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And I'm baptizing her today. There she is. Look at that picture. Getting the baptism of the Holy Ghost right there. Right there. Got baptized in Jesus' name today. Devil, you are alive. You're not going to rob the apostolic church. You're not going to rob God's people. You're not going to rob the pulpit. You're not going to rob the pew. You're not going to rob the families. You're not going to rob the saints of God. We're going to walk in power. We're going to walk in victory. We claim authority. We claim victory. And we walk in this power. Devil, you're a liar and the father of all lies. Jesus has come to give life. And life more abundant. Some of you need to walk out of death today. Some of you need to walk out of darkness today and let God's spirit come into your life. Yes. If God will do it for Moses three weeks ago, approximately. If God will do it for Nancy last Sunday. If God will do it for this precious lady who at some point in her darkness thought that there was no God, but then walked into a church, not a church service like this, a pastor's office, and throws her hands up in the air and begins to speak with other tongues. If God can do that and pull all of them and us out of darkness, what can he do for somebody in this place today? You've been lied to. You've been played. <laughs> You've been played. But you need to make up your mind. Today it's over. Devil, you're not playing me anymore. Devil, you're not robbing me anymore. I'm not believing those filthy lies anymore. You know what some of you need to do through your past? Every sin you've committed. I had a pen. I just write down guilt, shame, secret sins. One after another. And you know what we do? We take them and we put them in our brain and we live with these lies. We've got our hands in the air, but the lies the whole time are hitting us. Get your hands down. Quit preaching like that, preacher. You know you're just trying to hype people up. Quit preaching like that, preacher. And right down and all of a sudden, yeah, 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 watch this, watch this. People are going to get baptized, but five more are going to get upset. Five more. And all you're, you know, here's another lie. Here's another lie. Here's another. To where all of a sudden we got 6,000 voices running through our brain when all we really need is one voice to say, I have come to give you life and life more abundantly. That lie is getting out of my life. That lie is getting out of my life. That lie is getting out of my brain. That lie is getting out of my spirit. That lie is getting out of my spirit. You say, preacher, you're making a mess at the altar. Isn't that what the church is for? Isn't that what the altar is for? We don't want a clean altar. We want a messy altar. We want a sin-stained altar. We want a bloody altar. We want an altar where your guilt is. We want an altar where your pain is. Goodbye. 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 
Goodbye, goodbye, get out of my mind, 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 get out of my mind. I'm tired of you accusing me. I've got an advocate on my side. He set me free. He set me free. Somebody praise him in this house. Let him peel every lie out of your mind. Let him peel every false narrative out of your mind. Musicians, singers, musicians, I'm telling you, it's a season for us to grow, church. It's a season for people to get the Holy Ghost. It's a season for people to get the Holy Ghost. Somebody's here today and you need to walk out of darkness. Somebody's here today and you've got all these lies working in you. Is there anyone here? Is it just me? Or does anybody want to start tearing these things out? Here. Anybody? No one? Thank you, Colt. Just tear it up. They see? Tear it up. Anybody else? You're going to live with that? You're going to get it out of your mind. You're going to live with it? You're going to tear it up and get it out. Anybody else? Nobody else? You got to get tired of that working in your spirit. You got to get tired. You're going mind crazy. Feel like you're going to have a nervous breakdown. This church service is for you right now. God is going to give you peace. God is going to set your mind free. He's an advocate. He's on your side. He's fighting your battle. He's covering your back. He's working it out. He'll never leave you. He's never going to forsake you. He's going to be with you always. He's working it out. He's working it out. He's working it out. He's working it out. He's a liar. And he wants you to believe that you're never going to get out of your sin. But to the liar and to the father of all lies, the only way I know to respond is the way Jesus responded in the wilderness. It is written. It is written. I can't counsel it out. God have mercy. But when I go back to the written word, when I get the book in my brain, when I get the book in my heart, when I get the book in my spirit, when I get the book in my past, when I get the book in my present, when I get the book in my future, I will not be robbed. I will not be robbed. Somebody ought to be praising him in this house right now. Yes. To the thief, to the one who wants to steal from me, to the one who wants to kill me, to the one who wants to rob from me. It is written, my little children, these things I write unto you, that you sin not. But if any man sins, we have an advocate with the Father. I said we have an advocate with the Father. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
righteous. You got a defense attorney on your side. I said you got somebody going to court with you. You got somebody that never lost a battle. You got somebody that's never told a lie. You got somebody that doesn't have ulterior motives and hidden agendas. You got the way, you got the truth, and you got the light. And his name is Jesus. I will not be denied. I will not be robbed. And I will walk in my victory. Whoa. accuser that's tried to kill you, to the accuser that said it'll never be healed and never work out again, to the accuser that has lied and tried to rob you, you have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. So while he is the accuser of the brethren, and day and night he accuses you before the Lord and said, look at that sin, look at that sin, look at that lie, look at that cheating, look at that, look at that. And all he can say is, wait a minute, I became humanity, I became flesh, so that I could step out of my role as a judge, and I could step into my role as an advocate. I'll still judge, but I'm going to judge them on the premise of my righteousness. And if they can ever get inside of me, if they can ever get behind the cross, if they can ever hide in the cross, I said, I've got an advocate. I've got one that goes before me to court. I've got one that took care of my pain. I've got one that took care of my guilt. He nailed it to the tree. And when I'm in him, I've got a defense attorney that's never lost a day in court. And he's on your side. I said he's working it out for you. I'm not going to be robbed. I'm not going to be cheated. So well, what does all that mean? I'm going to tell you what it means. This is, so, yep, you know what that is? That's a lie being dispelled. That's joy coming into her life. That's a marriage that was broken up and the devil said they wouldn't make it. But God healed their marriage. You wondering why she's praying that way? When your marriage has been broken. And the devil said you're not getting your husband back because it's all mess. But God said I've come to give JC life. And life more abundant. And God puts the marriage back together again. We're not going to be robbed. We're not going to be robbed. Come on, Calvary Pentecostal Church. This is your revival. Yes. I want you to listen to me. He said, we haven't, if you sinned, if you sinned, here's what he said, if you sinned, I'm going to leave you out there exposed all by yourself and everybody's going to know what you did and I'm not going to stand up and defend you. I won't come to your side to give you aid. I won't come to your side to help you. That's not what advocate means. That's the accuser. The accuser will say, look what he did. Look what Aaron did. Look at the sin he committed. But when the accuser comes to rob him, the advocate shows up. The paracletos. It's para. Paramedic. It's we get our word paramedic. If we have a 911 emergency call, we call the paramedic. Para means to come beside you. Medic is to give you medicinal substances to help you get out of your dilemma. And if 911 shows up, you know 911 is here to help you. It's the paramedic. When God, who is invisible, became visible in Jesus Christ he became the paracletos he said you may have sinned but you've got an advocate you've got a para you've got one that's coming to your side and the only way that I can come to your side is to become like you it's not the second person in a Godhead it's the invisible God Jehovah who said I'm going to come in flesh so that I can come beside you 
Because if I can come beside you and go before you and defend you, I'll become your paramedic. I'm also your paracletos. I'm going to come beside you and I'm going to defend you. I'm going to come in front of you and I'm going to walk before you and I'm going to take your guilt and I'm going to take your pain. I'm going to take your shame. Whoa. He's our advocate and we ought to be giving him praise right now. another's case before a judge some of you that are worried some of you that are worried about what the judge is going to say some of you that are worried about what's going to happen because of some accusations that are going on can I tell you right now you can hire the best attorneys in this world you can give them a retainer fee and you can do anything and everything you need to do but when the advocate shows up I said when Jesus shows up you don't have enough money for him and he wouldn't ask you for any money. He gave his life a ransom for you. He paid your bill and he defended you all at the same time. He got you out of prison. He got you out of pain. And he paid the bill with his blood. We can't be wrong. We can't be wrong. He paid the bill. skiing together and we're up the top of that mountain and you'd look out and you'd see a man with a vest on and it said blind ski instructor and then you'd look right behind him and you would see an orange vest and it said blind skier and that blind skier is going down at least a blue, sometimes a black, which is intense. But he couldn't get down and through the bumps and the moguls and the obstacles and the barriers without the ski instructor. He advocated his cause going down the mountain. And he said, you just stay close enough to me to hear my voice. Because if you ever let too much distance get between us and you can't hear my voice, somewhere an obstacle is going to get you and the thief is going to come in and rob you. So I just want you to stay close to me. And when you see those little kids skiing out there, you'll see them with their daddies and they got a rope around them. And that young one's just skiing away. And that daddy said, okay, go as far as you want, but I got a rope on you and I'm not going to let you get out. That's what's going on. Come on, David. You got an advocate going before you. You don't know where you're going. But you may have to take, you may feel like you're going downward, but you still got an advocate that's leading you. Though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you don't have to fear any evil because God is with you. And you've got an advocate that's leading you through. You've got an advocate that said, I'm never going to leave you. I'm never going to forsake you. And if you speed up, then he starts speeding up. But you need to understand God is going before you and God is going to take care of you and God is going to defend you. You just stay with the instructor and God is going to take care of you. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He is our defender. Moses. Moses, come on up. Hustle up. Moses, you know what this is? Come on. 
Moses got the Holy Ghost. And this young man tears. Not just tears, crocodile tears. Crocodile tears. Big old tears. Big old salty drops flowing down that face. And all of a sudden, man, those lips just started shaking and stammering. And look at that. And when the Spirit of God comes up, nobody can teach him that stuff. Nobody knows how to teach that kind of stuff. All of a sudden, those lips start shaking and stammering. Like, all right, Moses, that's the Holy Ghost, son. That's the Holy Ghost all over you. All of a sudden, like a flame of fire, that tongue starts moving and shaking. All of a sudden, the language starts coming out of him. Same thing that happened to Nancy last Sunday. Same thing that happened to the lady yesterday at 3.30 in Tyler, Texas. We're not going to be robbed of our revival. God's filling our children with the Holy Ghost. God filled Nancy with the Holy Ghost. Today, you can have the Holy Ghost. Today you can have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It's for you. It's for you. Right now. Not Wednesday. Not next Sunday. Right now. I want to open up this altar. And I want to open up the altar for those that you've got all these pieces stuck here. And you need God to step in and literally tear out the lies that you have believed. Those that are here right now, the Bible said if any man sins, if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and he is just to forgive us of all our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness his lies don't work on me because I've been forgiven and I've been cleansed by a just and a faithful God whoa today's your day would you lift your hands to heaven right now where you're at and cry out to Jesus Christ and let him come into your life right now. Thank you so much for listening. There are so many incredible things happening here at CPC. And we truly are better together. If you would like to stay connected with the church,